Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. Lover of my soul, 
Jesus, I will never let you go. You've taken me from the Murray clay. You set my feet upon a rock, and now I know I love you. And though my world may fall, I'll never let you go. You're my Savior, my closest friend. I will worship you until the very end. Jesus, you're the lover of my soul. And Jesus, I will never, ever, ever let you go. You've taken me from the merry clay. You set my feet upon the road. And now I will ever, ever, ever know that I love you. I need you. And though our worlds may fall, we will never, ever let him go. And now, Savior, our closest friend, and we will work. Worship him until the very end. Jesus, you're the lover of my soul. And Jesus, I will never let you go. You've taken me from the miry clay. You've set my feet upon a rock And now I know I love you I need you And though my world may fall I'll never let you go And my Savior My closest friend And I will worship you Until the very end My Savior My closest friend And I will worship you Until the very end I will worship you until the very end. Wow. Are you clapping or attempting to clap? Wow. What a powerful ministration. What a powerful ministration. All the way from the cup 
captain of salvation. Captain of Captain of salvation. Give it up again for Ida Enyonam Wonderful. Beautiful. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Tonight, God has sent us his servant from the Captain of Salvation Cathedral. He's a friend to myself. I thank God I met him. It's been a few years, but it's as though he's been my friend for so many years. Um, I, I just got drawn to him first time I met him. We're in the bishop's school together, training, and then um, I just spoke with him a couple of times. I said, no, this man has something that I like. Yeah. He has something that I like. Something I like. Genuineness, sincerity, depth of spirituality, maturity, anointing. Yeah. Experience in ministry. He, he is the first missionary that the church sent into Africa. The first missionary ever sent by Lighthouse. First missionary ever into Africa. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we had done something in the Europe, but to Africa is the first missionary sent by the prophet. And, um, you can see his heart for the work of God. He was in missions for, he was outside the missions for seven years. And, uh, he, he has, he has traveled over the world, all over the world, extensively. In this church, you cannot be a bishop you have not traveled before. You cannot be a local person and you are made a bishop. So they say, oh, you have traveled it in sound, soon sound, soon sound. In this church, you cannot be made a bishop. <laughs> you should have traveled somewhere before. He's traveled extensively. He's a strong revivalist. He's an anointed person. I tell you, uh, uh, he... He has demonstrated the depth of anointing and grace upon him by writing books. He has, he has, he's an author of books. Can I have a copy? Can I have a copy of the book? He has brought just one copy to show us today and to encourage us. Oh, thank you very much. So this one is reaching your expected end. Reaching your expected end. It's a real book. It's a real book. Reaching the expected end. And we have a few copies at the back. He came with a few copies. And how much is it going for? 25. 25. Only 25 CDs. Wow. Wow. Thank you very much. So, this is my copy. Yeah. Thank you very much. I clap, you know. I don't clap. So you see, we are not dealing with an ordinary person, no? Uh, ask your neighbor, neighbor, how many pamphlets? Ask your neighbor, how many pamphlets have you written? Do you know pamphlets? Pamphlet means three or four pages. How many pamphlets have you written? Wow. 
forward by Bishop Jackwood Mills. Wow. Charlie, I can't wait to read this one. So please get your copy before you go. Let's finish all the copies before he goes. And then I'm sure tomorrow he brings some more copies. Get some copies before you go. Amen. Amen. But tonight, let's give a good welcome to our dear Bishop. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, I want us to make him feel welcome such that he will love to come back again. Also, I want to add that he's happily married. Happily married to Lady Pastor Rita, and they have got three adorable children. Three lovely children. Three lovely children. His children are as tall as himself. His children have got long legs. They are tall. They are lanky. I mean, no, 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 lanky, but tall. <laughs> a tower above, you know. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about the children. It's not about just the books. But it's about the anointing that he's carrying tonight. The anointing that he's carrying. The anointing. If you're online, don't go away. Stay glued to your online set. And don't. Make sure you, you bundle, enough bundle, and stay on till we finish. We're not going to be here for a long time. It's a convention. So, so tell anybody it's a convention. It's a convention. Others couldn't come, but you have come on the first day. Congratulations, neighbor. Say, neighbor, congratulations. Don't go away. Just stay until we finish. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy in this first convention of the year. I am so, so happy. so excited to have a brother a friend come to minister to us and I believe that your life will not be the same please open up if it's a rebuke receive it if it's an encouragement receive it if it's a direction nuggets of wisdom whatever comes just open your ears your eyes your mouth Bible says, open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. So let's open up our hearts and allow God to bless us. Are you ready to be blessed tonight? Ladies and gentlemen of Jesus' joy, help me welcome Bishop Chris Winston Ado. Give all the son of Oh, 
Somebody say, wow. Uh, well, I'm just looking at my time. But Bishop tells me I should be relaxed. But being the first day, I want us to try and then close early. So before you take your seat, I want us to clap specially for our father, the prophet. Give it up to the Lord for this gift. Hallelujah. It is prophet's obedience that has brought all of us here. And it's very important for us to acknowledge that fact. Let's clap once again for our prophet. God bless you. And uh, I want to acknowledge the convener of this beautiful denomination. Who happens to be my second cousin? Bishop Steve Otikwa Asari. Let's appreciate him. God bless Bishop. As we are talking now, there's a convention ongoing. And uh, it's a blessing. I also want to let you know that before I came, my convener, who happens to be the convener of all the conveners, Bishop Emmanuel Lewis in Tefo, released his blessing. Clap your hands for the bishop. Bishop in Tefo, God bless you. He's, he's a father to me. He's guiding me on many things with regards to the ministry. And uh, before I start preaching, I want us to acknowledge the father of this house. The one and only. I say the one and only. Bishop Ken Kisibampo. Give it up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Bishop Ken, God bless you. I have known you just for about three years, but it almost looks like we've known ourselves for 30 years. I see you more than a friend. I see you like a brother. And I believe that God is going to take us on this journey of ministry. Let's appreciate our Father once again. And God bless all the Reverend Ministers and the Pastors who are a team supporting Bishop in advancing this castle. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Ah, well, I didn't come alone. I came with quite a number of people. Some of them are reverend ministers. Some of them are pastors. Please just give us a wave. God bless you all. God bless you. I think some are somewhere. All right. Ah, well, please take your seat. Before I pray and I go into it, um, this, this book was written, I think, about 14 years ago. So, it's not a new book. It was forwarded by our father, the prophet. It was in the year 2000 when I told prophet that the Lord had told me to write books. And if only he would bless me, I'll start. And he blessed me. So then, at the time, it was even being published at our bookshop, um, the publishers, that is Parchment House, by the late Mrs. Saki. And then she passed on. So, by the grace of God, the book came out, and then it was dedicated at the Kodesh, at the Celebration Hall. 
this was 12 years ago. 14 years it came out, but the dedication took place 2010. And then a second book, by the grace of God, was also written. And that was also dedicated, um, I think, two years after. That's Steps to Divine Provision. And that was forwarded by Prophet Kakabedin. So, the book has not been in, in massive circulation, but now it's actually coming out. This is a revised version of the book with some new things added. And so I believe that if you get a copy, it will bless you. Prophet is anointed to do a lot of things. And as sons and daughters, I believe that by the grace of God, some of us will catch some of those anointings. And uh, this is what we are seeing. Let's clap our hands for Jesus once again. God bless you. Ah, well, I don't know what you're expecting these three days, but I can assure you that something good will happen. Three things that I would expect of you. Number one, clapping. Number two, shouting. And number, and number three, listen, listen. The Vuvuzela should come down. Listen. And number three, so the first one is what? Clapping. So, you know, because you see today, I'm not going to preach much in the prophetic, but from tomorrow. And, and these three are needed for the prophetic. So there are times I'll just say, Bonsema Radiye, so I'll clap your hands for Jesus. And as you're clapping, something will happen to you. For those who believe it, it has already started happening. <laughs> and then the second is when you have to shout. It's not every time you have to shout, but when you have to shout, you have to shout. And now listen, the third is the most important. Because you see, as, as I have been sent here by the Lord, don't just assume a bishop has come around. Rather believe that God has sent one of the sons of the prophet to come and be a blessing to the church. And so there are times that as I'm teaching and preaching or ministering, I'd require you to say amen. amen. And your amen must come out like a signature that is endorsing a check. Are, are you understanding that? And so when I, when I say, may the Lord bless you, what do you say? And, and, and how you say it will determine what comes to you. I can vouch and say that there are angels that are already here. And even the first day, that is tonight, some of you are taking blessings home. You will be anointed to advance your church in the name of Jesus. Some of you, you are 30 years, but you don't have a car. You receive a car key tonight. If you believe it, give the Lord a louder amen. And so since you have gotten that, now we can pray. Please stand to your feet and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for tonight being the first of three days convention at the King of Kings Cathedral. Precious Holy Spirit, 2022 is a blessed year. Our Father has already declared and decreed so. And we believe it. We trust that these three days will be transformational. It will be memorable. 
It will be historical. People will have testimonies tagged to these three days. Tonight I avail myself to you, precious Holy Spirit. Work through me and speak through me. And bless your children. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people, please say amen. Amen. Now sit on top of your enemies. Oh well? So I've started. How many will agree with me that life is not easy? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, look, don't pretend here. What a life is not easy. In the one controlling, please, I'll be working with you a lot. So, in Job chapter 14, verse 1. Job 14, verse 1. Look at what the Bible says. Speed is required. Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. So look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I can see the troubles you have been through. <laughs> yeah. Look at it. The next verse is what? Verse 2. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. Verse 3. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such an one and bringest me into judgment with thee? Verse 4. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean not one. Verse 5. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Now you see, if you will be truth to yourself, or truthful to yourself, I believe that one of the things that you can attest to is the fact that we all try to look for money. Oh? Some of you, some of you, even when you go to your bed, you struggle to sleep because you are thinking about the wedding that you want to do and how you don't have money. You know? Is there a Dennis here? Dennis? 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 Huh? Here's what? Here's in the car. Dennis? Yes. Dennis. Who? No. No. There's a guy. A brother called Dennis. So if he's not here today, he's missed it. Today, a lady in our church came to see me in the afternoon. And fast forward, what she was talking about was the fact that two or three weeks ago in church, I mentioned her name. And she was not there. And what the Lord wanted to do she was not asking me to ask the Lord to do and I said sister you are not serious when I was praying the Lord told me there's a Dennis here that something has happened to and then Regina 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 will be brilliant I'm do up here God will pick the one. Okay. So that's just by the way. So now, tonight I'm talking about one of the... Hey, how are you? Good to see you. 
one of the very important subjects that our father has written a book about and that is labor to be blessed labor to be blessed you know in in proverbs chapter 23 in proverbs chapter 23 look at verse 4 bible says that labor not to be rich cease from thine own wisdom or let's put it this way cease from thine own wisdom labor not to be rich that means that stop thinking the way you think which is laboring to be rich which is laboring to be rich which is fighting hard working hard thinking hard doing everything possible to be rich don't think like that labor not to be rich labor not to be rich then he explains and this is the wisest man ever that had lived on this earth apart from jesus christ king solomon himself look at the verse 5 and he says that why will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not the riches that you are looking for most of us will go to work because we want God to bless us financially. But God has sent me to tell you, it's good to go to work. It's good to think about all that you're thinking about it we want to do in future. But what he's saying is that labor not to be rich. Well, thou set thine eyes upon that which is not. That means that riches is not. For riches certainly make themselves wings. And they fly away as an eagle toward heaven. Can I have a better Amen. So if we are not to labor to be rich, what are we to labor for? The daddy tells us that the Bible says we must labor for a blessing. A blessing. A blessing. In Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, look at it. He said that the blessing, take note of this, very important. He didn't say the blessings. He said that the blessing, that means that it's something. The blessing of the Lord that blessing maketh rich. So, you trying to labor for riches will make you suffer by the time you realize you are dead and you don't have the money. But the blessing of the Lord, that means that what will actually make you rich is the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And then he who gives the blessing adds no sorrow with it. Tonight, the Lord has sent me to come and tell you to desire the blessing of the Lord. Lift up your hand and say, I receive the blessing of the Lord. You know what? If you see somebody who is blessed of the Lord, it's so obvious. And these three days, I'm going to show you from that book how God requires of you to desire the blessing of the Lord. Don't look. Please sit down and let me tell you something. Why would, ask yourself, why would two brothers fight for the blessing if it's not important? And who are the two brothers? Jacob and Esau. Twins. If twins were to, were to fight, what would they fight for? You would have thought that they would fight for money. No, they didn't fight for money. They fought for blessing. Because they had seen that their father was blessed. Their father Isaac was blessed. Isaac had to tell Esau, who was the other son, that Esau, I'm about to die and I want to bless you. But you need to do something. Somebody said, do something. Do something. 
What did he have to do? He had to go prepare what he called venison. So he brings the venison and then he said, after eating the venison, then I'll bless you. And then for some reason, the wife, Rebecca, was eavesdropping. And when she heard it, she said, no, I think of these two sons. I prefer my last born to have this blessing. That means the mommy knew that there was something called blessing that was more important than daddy's riches. I have grown to believe this as prophets started teaching it. And I do everything for that. That is why naturally, if you had known me some years ago, I was not the type who would smile, who would be happy going, because there was no reason for me to do that. Yeah. My father died when I was young, so why should I be happy going? Full of troubles. I have gone through a lot of struggles growing up. There was no reason for me to be smiling and even involved in the work of God and then loving people. There was no reason for that. But you see, because of the blessing, because of the blessing, I had to do whatever it took to get the blessing. And I still do whatever it takes to get the blessing. And tonight I'm going to show you, for some of you, that is what you are lacking. You are looking for money, but you don't have it. You're looking for a husband, you don't have it. You are looking for a wife, you don't have it. You are looking for a job, you don't have it. You are looking for a promotion, you don't have it. Seek the blessing. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Please sit down. Bible says that, and this is Apostle Paul's version of what had happened. He said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14. That the blessing that God has put on Abraham, which he said that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That means those who are not Jews, including you and I. Through Jesus Christ, so, if you come into, into contact with Christ and have an encounter with Christ and you have Christ as your Lord and Savior, Bible says that then that blessing that God put on Abraham now also becomes your portion. Are you understanding me? Now he says that, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Then go to the last verse, verse 29. Then he ends by saying in Galatians chapter 3 verse 29. And if ye be Christ, so Christ or dear, if ye be Christ, or we can identify you with Christ, if ye be Christ, that means that if we can tag you with Christ, if Christ is the one that dictates what you do, if ye be Christ, it means that it is Christ who tells you when to sleep and when not to sleep, when to go and when not to go. If ye be Christ, we are Christ, dear. If you are Christ, if you are for Christ, if you belong to Christ, if you are Christ-like, if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to his promise. So Abraham was blessed by God. Abraham was blessed by God. 
And he said that that blessing that God blessed Abraham with can also be your portion. Look at me, my brother. Look at, let's go back a little bit to Abraham's story. Genesis 12, quickly. Verse 1. I want to establish something before I go into the real stuff. So I'm establishing it. Well, I'm, well, I'm saying it is French. So as you're saying it, you will learn Korean and all those other languages. <laughs> now look at it. He said that now the Lord has said unto Abraham. Then he was Abraham. Get thee out of thy country. So there was something that Abraham had to do to receive what God said was a blessing. He said, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Somebody say amen. amen. If you do that, I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And Bible says that verse 3, what happened? And I'll bless them that bless thee and curse him that curse thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Verse 4, and Bible says that so Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken unto him and Lot went with him. So God told Abraham something that he had to do so that God will bless him. And he did. And God blessed him. Look at chapter 13, verse 2. Bible says that when God blessed him, to confirm that scripture that says that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. He says that, so, Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. And Abram was very rich in cattle and in silver and gold. He didn't work for it. It's God who blessed him. And he began to see some riches that he had never seen before. And the riches were not the normal riches. It was a very rich riches. May that very rich riches come upon this church. You see, some of you, you don't understand, but you understand after this conversion. I said, may that very rich come upon you. If there's anybody I can use as a good example, he's our father, the prophet. Since prophet gave his life to the work of God in a particular way, the blessing is manifold, it's stupendous. And it is so much that his sense, like some of us, are seeing some of the blessing. We, we don't struggle for things that many people are struggling for. Don't use the title bishop to confuse your mind. It's nothing to do with bishop. Before we even became a bishop or a pastor or whatever, we had, I was young in my 20s when I started seeing blessing. And its effect. One time I was arrested at Heathrow Airport because I had so much money. As a young student in UST. Something that people were staggering. Huh? My bass and my correct wardrobe. Yes, yes, sir. Three days with my bass and my baby correct wardrobe. My baby says, Wardrobe, you must correct it. If there's somebody standing by you, catch her and say, Bishop is not insulting you. He's Otufo, Otufo. Hey, Otufo. Me kanya mi adri atreo. Yes! 
Mwa muntu kwenda bia ubetu kwa wa Yesu demo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you are blessed. Because you are blessed. Am I reading the Bible to you? And Abraham was very rich in cattle. And he said that that blessing of Abraham will be yours if you are Christ. So if Abraham was very rich, you also be very rich. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. I say you will also be very rich. Don't labor for riches. Don't labor for riches. Don't labor for riches. Labor for blessing. Labor for that is why you need to find out what are the things I need to do to be blessed. And when you are blessed, the thing that people are fighting for will follow you coolly. It's a mystery. That's why it's, it requires your faith. And he says that not only was he rich in cattle, was rich in silver. That means other currencies. And then was rich in gold. That means the, the most valuable currency. May you have money in pounds and dollars and euros and. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in Galatians chapter 4 verse 28 Look at what he said He said that And Abraham's son Isaac also You know The thing you know The son saw that daddy was blessed And the son got to know As he was interacting with daddy That daddy's blessing came from something And so me too I will follow the same I will not go through what people are going through Look at it Ah, Slow, 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 slow Galatians 4 28 Slow Speed, 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 speed. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Or in other words, as Isaac was, so are we. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor we are like Isaac. Oh. <laughs> and Isaac was blessed though. He too. God didn't say because your father was blessed Automatically you are blessed He said Isaac now that is your time You also need to do something That will let the blessing come upon you And that's where the problem is Most of you Bless me Bless me but you are not doing what God wants you to do It doesn't work like that The blessing of Bishop That cannot fall on you automatically It doesn't work like that the blessing of Bishop Ken cannot fall on you automatically. It doesn't work like that. Even my own children, the blessing on me it can't fall on them like that. They would also have to do something that God expects them to do so that the blessing of the Lord will come upon them. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I am being blessed. <laughs> yeah. So in Genesis chapter 26, look at it. What happened? Quickly. 26 1. Sit down, please. Sit down, sit down. And there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine, that means that there was trouble. Just like I read in Job 14, there was a problem. There was a problem that everybody in that neighborhood was going through. There was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham, Isaac's dad. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord intercepted Isaac and appeared unto him and said, 
Go not down into Egypt where everybody seems to be going. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. That means that don't follow the people. People get up in the morning and then they are going to work. It doesn't mean they will be blessed. Some of you have been working at a very good office but you don't have shelling. By 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you're on your road. You are not able to come for convention. You are not able to come for programs. Every time I have to get up and go to work. Oh. I'm reading the Bible. And the Lord appeared unto him. Those who are watching me at home, God bless you. The Lord must appear to you. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Isaac, go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I, God, shall tell thee of. Am I boring you? Are you boring me? Are we boring ourselves? As you are responding, the anointing is increasing on you. I look at it, verse 3. And he says that what? Don't go, stay in Gerar. Sojourn in this land and I will be with thee. I will bless thee. And I can imagine as God told Isaac. Isaac went to tell some friends, Charlie, this last time God was telling me something. He said that I should stay here. I said, hey, Isaac, everything, oh no, no. Yeah, God, they tell you, God, they tell you. I said, Charlie, I said, do so, do so, and everything. We are all going to America. There's an opportunity for you to go. You are saying, oh, Charlie, we leave you here. Brother, you are the only one who is going to church. You are too busy. Now, you are a busy worker. Now, you are adding by center. Now, you are adding by center. Now, you are the only one who is called. They are making fun of you. That's what they were doing to Isaac. Everybody is going. Isaac, why are you staying in the church? Everybody is going. Everybody said that, Charlie, this camp, at the time that they fixed it, we cannot go. You alone, you are going for the camp. Hey, brother Isaac. Sojourn in this land and I'll be with thee and will bless thee. This is God speaking to Isaac. Do what I'm telling you, Isaac, and I will bless thee. May the Lord bless you. I said, may the Lord bless you. My prayer is that God will bless you. I'm not talking about something casual. Practically, may the Lord bless you. It is real, oh, brothers and sisters. It is real. I've not come just to preach to you. I come to tell you something that I have seen. It's true and it works. It works. For unto thee and unto thy seed, because the blessing is supposed to impact those who are following you in terms of the effect. Not because you are blessed, you also be blessed, but the blessing and its effect will also affect them. So my children, my children are also enjoying my blessing. But there's coming a time it will not be like that. They have to also be blessed. I will give all these countries and I'll perform the oath which I swore to Abraham thy father. Then look at verse 6. And Bible says that, look at it, verse 6. And Isaac obeyed and dwelt as God told him in Gerar. Now jump to verse 12. So this is the effect of the blessing. Bible says that in verse 12, 
And in that same year, verse 12, verse 12, then Isaac in that same year sowed in that land. As everybody had gone, and everybody was saying that it won't work, and everyone was saying that, Charlie, it's, it's difficult. Isaac, as God had told him to stay, he stayed, he obeyed. And in that land, he received the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And look at the next verse. The blessings effect was this. And this brother Isaac waxed great, went forward, and grew until he became very great. May all this be your portion. I said, May all this be your portion. Sit down, let me talk to you. You see? So, so, so today, God wants me to just touch on this. One of the, one of the things that you do that brings blessing, eh? because it's the blessing of the Lord, is to do what the Lord, who is going to bless you, wants to be done. What I said, you need to think about it. I'm saying that the blessing comes from the Lord. One of the things you need to do to get that blessing is to do what the Lord who is going to bless you wants to be done or wants done. So one of the questions that you ask yourself, so what is the Lord doing? And what is the Lord expecting me to do? And simple. Yeah? <laughs> Let me prove with you and to you some two scriptures. Hey, I'm seeing the scripture. I think Isaiah. Isaiah 46 verse 11. Isaiah 46 verse 11. Calling a ravenous bed. A ravenous bed. You know a ravenous bed? Hmm? A raven. A type of bed that enjoys eating or feasting dead stuff. So calling a raven or a ravenous bed from the east. Hmm? Calling the man that executed my counsel from a far country. Yea, this is God speaking to prophet Isaiah. I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. So what the scripture is saying that when it comes to God and what he wants to do, no matter what, if this is what he wants to do, he will do it. If he chooses you and he will not respond, he would even go as far as the east. And just like a raven would be called to go and eat some dead body, someone called the ravens they can smell. That there's a dead body in a every you see, they all going in. So God will, God can call some somebody who doesn't even speak good English, doesn't have, and um, pick the person because this person I wants to use and bless is not ready. So He can bring somebody from the east and come and fulfill His purpose. God has a purpose, and unfortunately, His purpose is not being fulfilled by people who He has called, like you and I, to do. In Isaiah 14, verse 26, 
And I'm establishing this fact because brothers and sisters, the Lord has sent me here, King of Kings Cathedral, to tell you that this year, a year of seed time and harvest, he wants to shock you. Eh? Some of you, you have not seen much money yet. You have not seen what you are talking about when you talk about blessing yet. God wants to surprise this church. If you believe it, begin to receive it with your amen. This is the purpose that is purpose upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon the whole nation. Look at the next verse. Verse 27. For the Lord of hosts has purpose. And who shall dishonor it? And his hand is stretched out. And who shall turn it back? And the purpose of God has always been to save mankind. Jesus' coming to this well was to fulfill God's purpose. In 1 John 3, 8. Look at it. I'm establishing all these things so that you don't forget. And I'm pushing you somewhere. I tell you, it is, it is where I'm pushing is where prophet sits. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, somebody say for this purpose, the son of God, that is Jesus, was manifested. Why? That he might destroy the works of the devil. So the purpose of God was that Jesus should come and destroy the works of the devil. And set us free from the works of the devil. And that is why we have what we call church. Church, what is church? Church is a group of people who used to be bondage by Satan, you and I. Living in sin, and then now Jesus has come to die for us, and then we are being saved, and then we are brought into his kingdom, and then he expects us to also go and then help destroy the works of the devil by preaching the gospel and helping people to also come to this side where Jesus is. That is his purpose. And if you do that, he said, the blessing of the Lord will be upon you. And that is why when As a young man When I finished school Like USD Then USD We went to USD together right Then USD When I finished I went to UK Came back Planning to go and do my masters Prophet said Chris You already called What are you doing You have done first degree So I had to obey Started working at Collegona Cathedral Then this call came I had to go to Uganda I didn't struggle I said daddy I don't know Uganda, but <laughs> let me go and think about it. I want to talk to my mom. My mom said, if your spiritual dad says you should go, don't struggle with it, go. So I went back and said, I want to go. And he released me. Prophet prayed over me and released me on the 29th June, 1999. And I left. I left because I was like a ravenous bird that is being brought from far. To be sent to this country called Uganda. I mean, today when I look on the TV and I see flow, pictures that have been shown of all these churches and all, I just thank God that, hey God, I didn't know this could have been the result. Just obedience. Just that little obedience that I gave to God's servant. To Chris, go because I don't, because it's not like I'm called. I'm not really called, but it's like I want somebody to go because he is called. And I said, I will go. And as I went in obedience, now I began to see the blessing of the Lord working without even me knowing. 
he said, Lord, I wish I could even do more. And that's what drives me. And that's why I have I have a conviction of what I'm preaching. There is look, I have seen, I have seen, look, I have even seen two separate rich people, one in the UK and one in Uganda. Very rich, I'm talking about very rich. I don't want to mention the name. Very rich Ghanaian who was dying in the UK in a particular hospital called Newham Hospital. And the children had to call for me to come and pray for their dad, who was sick of Parkinson's disease. Rich, but his riches couldn't save him. Because you can be rich, but in the day when you are sick, your riches will save you. But you can be blessed, and then your riches would, would not do anything. But the Lord who blessed you will deliver you from that sickness. May the Lord bless you. So sit down, let me end by this. Four things. Be careful when you hear a preacher say that he wants to end. Because sometimes that's when it's starting. I don't trust your belief. I'm finishing. Four, four aspects that you have to really be involved with. In terms of God's purpose. Number one. Be a soul winner. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. If you want to be blessed. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. If you want to be blessed. You have to be a soul winner. So you notice that those of us who are winning souls and our hearts after souls, we walk in a particular blessing. And those who are not, you don't know why, but that's the reason. You don't see some blessing. Two. Be a feeder. I'm using this word. It's not a word that is in the, in the dictionary, but I'm choosing it so you can understand it better. Be a feeder. Feeder. Eh? Feeder of the sheep. Okay. Be a feeder of the sheep. You know, when Jesus was about to leave this earth, in John 21 verse 15, he had the opportunity to talk to his disciples. That were close to him. In verse 15, John 21, verse 15. Look at it. He says that. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these, more than these 153 fishes that I caught and brought and roasted and we've eaten? Because we're eating and consider you're happy. You're happy we had fish. We're happy you have money. You're happy you have a car. You have a, a, do you love me more than these? And he saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus in response said, Are you listening to me? Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Feed my what? Feed my... Oh. Feed my... Lambs, 
Feed my lambs. What is a lamb? Baby sheep. So what Jesus was saying is not an English mistake. He said, I feed my baby sheep. So people who come to church and they are not yet grown up in the Lord, feed them. Feed them. So those who are interested in taking care of converts and showing them how to behave in church, what to do, you begin to walk in the blessing of the Lord. Converts. New converts. I know new converts just for one day. Not only the new converts teaching, but anything that has to do with the church. So even taking new converts through, if you see a new convert who is gifted in singing, and you are helping the person to conduct himself or herself, you are helping the person to fit in, you are actually feeding the lamb. You are feeding the person on how to dress in church. You are feeding the person on how to behave in church. You are feeding the person how to become a leader in church. You are feeding the person how to do a quiet time. You are feeding the person, you are feeding that lamb. God says that now you are doing something that is touching me. Receive my blessing. You can be working as a doctor, but you are broke. But you start taking care of new converts. You realize that you don't know how the money is coming. Some of you are sick. And the sickness keeps coming up. Start doing these things and see what will happen. He didn't end there. And he continued. Next verse. Verse 16. And he said that he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, This time, feed. You understand what I'm saying? How many agree with me that you have not done well in, in feeding the sheep? You don't even have a basenta. You have been dodging basenta meetings. Sit down, let me show you something. One of the ways Jesus has chosen and he taught his disciples. That when I leave, don't joke with Basentes. Are you saying that Basentes is in the Bible? Yes. In the Bible, they used to call cells. But it's in the Bible. Jesus taught them. Jesus has spent a lot of time with them. And when he was about to leave, he said the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And when he comes upon you, then you'd begin to do all these things that I've told you. Now when he left, in Acts chapter 2, they started doing the cells, which is the Basentes, the church in the house. So there was a temple church, and then there was a house church. Jesus taught it. It's not like a revelation that they had had after Jesus had left. And so in Romans chapter 16 verse 5. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Salute my well-beloved Epinetus, who is the first fruit of Achaia unto Christ. 1 Corinthians 16, 19. Quickly. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor that you need to have a church in your house. I joined Lighthouse on the 8th of April, 1993. When I joined Lighthouse the following week, my house became a place to have church, which then was called Area Outreach and follow-up ministry, UFM. At Dancing last stop, and the one who was in charge of that UFM was Sister Kate. 
and I had to join her. So Sister Kate will go with me, will visit the people in the area, will do outreaches, right? And all that. And not knowing that was the way God was actually asking us to move into the blessing of the Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Colossians 4.15, look at it. I'm just showing some few scriptures to prove to you that there must be a house, church. Your house must have a church from tomorrow. Your house must have a church. Oh, Bishop, where I'm staying, you know, it's a rented place. Stop that rough there. Then your blessing will also be rented. Your blessing will also be rented. I said, Father, may you rent people's blessing. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphas and the church which is in his house. So there was a church in this guy's house called Nymphas. In his house. Mm. I said, mm. You don't have a church in your house, but you have a girl in your house. I said, You don't have a church in your house, but you have a girl in your house. You don't have a church in your house, but you have a big boy in your house. That comes to do a type of a type of a center in your house. Evil Basenta. Philemon chapter one. Philemon is one chapter. Philemon. Look at it, verse one and two. I'm just trying to close, my brother, my sister. Look at it. Philemon. Verse one and two. Up my eyes to the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and earth. He said, He must suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. The Lord that keepeth thee. <laughs> He will not slumber nor sleep. Oh, for the Lord is the keeper of the Lord. Is the shade upon thy right hand? Upon thy right hand. For the sun shall not smile thee by day. This is a song for somebody Even forevermore Oh My help Lift up your hands to the Lord And receive the help My help Oh My help Sing it out Oh my Oh, oh, oh. 
He says that, and to our beloved Afia. Start from verse 1. Look at it, verse 1. He says that, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother, unto Philemon, our dearly beloved and fellow laborer, verse 2, and to our beloved Afia, or Efua, or Efia, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house or in the house, Philemon's house. So, the church in the house was the opportunity for you to do the two things, win souls and also feed the lamb and feed the sheep. Brother, sister, listen to me. Don't think that Bishop Ken is the one that is here with Trebi. With Trebi, it's here Basenta, Bibia Basenta. Basenta na Bible. Everybody must have a house church. Everybody. And it's connected to your blessing. If you like, try it and just see. Start bringing two people. You see something, then you start bringing three people. And then begin to increase to four people. Listen, I hear, yes, Exodus 18, verse 21. Everybody, if you can do it, even just up to ten people. And you don't see the blessing of the Lord. Then send a message to me, the Bishop of Christ, you came to lie to us. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people... This was Moses' days leading about 2 million people. God told Moses, Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over the people to be rulers of thousands, which are like bishops. Like a bishop is to be a ruler of thousands and rulers of hundreds which are pastors and rulers of fifties which are center leaders and rulers of tens which are supposed to be ordinary members who have grown in the Lord and must be center leaders. Ordinary. The reason why most of us are not seeing a blessing because you are not helping to build his kingdom. All you know is, with all due respect to what I'm saying, don't be offended. But all you know is that coming to church and then warming the chair with your bones. Coming to church and coming to just dance around. Coming to church and then coming to use the bubuzela. Coming to church and coming to all those things are good, but they are not the main thing. The main thing is to take care of the people, soul winning and feeding them with the word of God. But some can say, That's the main thing. You either operate at the level of leading 10 people, or 50 people, or 100 people, or thousands. church and that's where tithe comes in I'm talking about the blessing of the Lord and how you can be part of God's purpose finance the church Leviticus 27 30 Leviticus 
27.30 Look at it Very important Can we all read together Ready go please And all the tithe of the land Whether of the seed of the land Or of the fruit of the tree Is the Lord's It is holy unto the Lord Hmm Oh Somebody say oh And he took his time to explain to Whether it's of the seed of the land or of the fruit that means that the, the tithe you know, it doesn't matter how it is whether it is salary whether it is income um, um, profit whether it did not come through money it came out look i personally believe that that is where most of us are missing it because tithe is not only when money comes to you that you have to pay tithe he said that whether it's of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree the fruit of the tree can be a gift that somebody has given to you so if somebody gives me a suit, it is my responsibility to find out how much would that suit cost. And then with that value in mind, I need to give God one tenth. I cannot cut the suit. So I need to know the value of the suit. And then when I have my money, I just take one tenth of the suit's value and then add it to the money that had come and the tithe of it. So many people, you are serving God. You are saying that God and me, I don't have money, but you have gifts. Somebody bought a phone for you. Find out how much. It's six thousand, six hundred Ghana tithe must be paid. And you are serving God. That's why you are not blessed. That's why you are struggling. People give you things, but you don't pay tithe on it. Recently, my siblings blessed me with a car. And I had paid the tithe of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid the tithe of it. Thousands of dollars. And I had to pay the tithe of it. And I had to pay the tithe. Not they had to pay the tithe. Somebody comes to give me a shirt. I need to find out the church. How much is it? So one twenty Ghana city, one fifty Ghana city. So okay, this. That. I, I pay. That's why I mean I have a lot of gifts because I pay tithes of them. If you are faithful with the fruit, the tithe of the fruit, you have a lot of fruits. If you are faithful with the seeds, you also have a lot of seeds. Even the seed, most of us have a problem. You have a problem asking God, God, should I pay the tithe on the net or the gross? Pay, the, pay it on the gross, on the brass, or on the frass, whatever it is. Pay it on something. Who should tell you that it is not the gross? It is the gross. Oh, but Bishop, you know, before they pay me, they have had to deduct something, something, something. You have caused the deductions. God is not concerned about that. When God gave you that job, he gave you that job that something should come from there. That thing that they said will give you, paid your tithe or nothing. It's just without trust. And all these things are supposed to finance God's purpose, His kingdom, so that we will be blessed. Why are you struggling with money, brother? Why are you struggling with money, sister? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. What you need to fight for is the blessing. So if he says pay the tithe 
Look at it, Malachi chapter 3. When you pay the tithe, then he will pour out a blessing. Not the blessings. I'm talking about that same thing. He will pour it out. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse. That they may be meat in my house. Meat is what keeps the house going. And... Prove me now here with, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. So it is a particular commodity. The blessing of the Lord is something particular. He will pour it out unto you that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And that thing, the Bible says that when it comes upon you, it maketh rich. The word make there is manufacture. Manufacture means that to to do something that makes things come about. So, the, the blessing of the Lord has the ability to manufacture. six boxes. six singlets. six shirts. You better show what are yellow, cause we're seeing and saying, lady pastors won't show yellow and black. No, be better show be. We be any good so and I say we then cut ties on. Oh, we be able to show papa. You need to find out how much is it and pay ties on it. Not only the ties. He says that. Look at verse eight. He says that not only that. Look at it. Verse eight in NLT. NLT. Look at it. NLT looks nicer here. He says that, look, verse 8. Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me, but you ask, what do you mean? You are looking at God and saying, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? And God didn't talk. And he said, you have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. So some of you, it's not just tithes, but it's offerings. Because it is needed for the saving of souls. Please don't get me to push me here. Eh? This thing that we are seeing here. Do you know how much money has gone into it? Do you know where the money came from? We are just enjoying it. <laughs> Do you know that that same money that came from other places by the good leadership of our father and our fathers, that same money are supposed to come from here, are supposed to go to other places to do the same thing we are seeing here. How come you are not doing it? When we are taking offering, you don't give offerings. When we say 100 Ghana, you can give, but you are sitting down. And you join those who give 10 Ghana. When we say 1,000, you can give, but you are pretending you don't have the money. But in your bank account, you have 22,634 Ghana CDs. Now can see 2064 Ghana C 30 on your on your Momo account. 2064 30 pesos. Stop that rough there. That's why you're not blessed. Finance it. Look, when you bring the money, what is the money used for? If you have been in lighthouse or UD for a while, you know that Bishop Dad and his trained sons, we don't chop the church money. Actually, we are afraid of church money. We are afraid of church money. If we are to be chopping church money, you will see it on us. 
You see that we have big bellies, we have fat, we'll be chopping. You see, Bishop, you come with helicopter, seven cars will follow him. Sometimes you look at the cars you are driving. Turquoise blue fush. Dirty pink. Bentley, which color? Green one, green Bentley. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, we don't even get to see where the money is going. All we know is that the money should go here. So the monies are supposed, all our monies are supposed to go to advance the kingdom, building churches, sending missionaries. That's what we do. What I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? If you understand, it say Amen. You're, you're pretending to see what I'm saying. You don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, look at me like that. I have come to tell you that God says that there's something called the blessing of the Lord. It comes through your supporting and financing the church. Put it on your heart. Look, some of the trees here are old. You have to, when you go and you're buying trees and things for your house, your new house, think about the church. Think about some of the branches and the fact that they don't even have concrete on the floor. Think about it. You see, and those things, it provokes the blessing of the Lord. When daddy is doing flow and he talks about it, then you will be sleeping. When it comes to, we are praying, then you close your eyes. You are doing yourself. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, today, today, How many are repenting? How many are repenting? Let me give you the last one I close. Sit down. The last one. So what's the first one? Be a soul winner. The second one is what? Be a feeder of the sheep. The lamb and the sheep. The third one is what? Be a financier of the church. And the last one. Be a defender of the church. And these four things, if you do, eh, if you are doing it, the blessing of the Lord, shh, 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 yeah, you will not be sick. You look very healthy. You look always fresh. You always have dreams. You have visions for direction. You have favor. Things will be working for you. You don't know. People don't even know how, but it's because you are a church boy. You are a church girl. And you are doing these four things faithfully. Satan doesn't like the church. So he fights the church. He fights it in different ways. And I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that necessarily. He fights the church. He fights the church. Do you know why? Because God has destined that our blessing comes through the church. So if the church will not work, if the church will be spoiled, Satan is winning. Jesus said, I'll build my church by the gates of hell. Shall not prevail against it. Yeah, because Satan wants to destroy and prevail against the church. So you and I, what should we do? We are supposed to defend the church. How do you do that? And that's why prophet has written a lot of books. All this, come, somebody gave me the, all the loyalty books. All that I've said with you and shared with you, they are in the books. Every book is not just a book. It's a book either for soul winning. It's a book either to feed the sheep. It's a book either to help you finance the church or it's a book to defend the church. That is how it has been categorized. Loyalty series. Is that the right person? 
Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, the blessing of the Lord is coming upon you. Hallelujah. If, thank you very much. Sorry for my left. If you, if you, if you get, thank you, if you get what I'm saying well, tomorrow and Friday, the prophetic will be nicer. This is the main thing. Oh, I am not lying to you. I am not lying to you. Some of you, how do you defend the church? You say that loyalty and disloyalty. Those who are dangerous sons. Those who are ignorant. Those who leave you. One of you is a devil. There are ten books actually. All those books will help you have a particular mind. Which is like a weapon. That does not allow some foolishness in the church. The, the devil always comes through people like us who sit in the church, but they don't allow the church to work in a particular way. Some of them, as the pastor is preaching, they are making some noise. They are murmuring some there. You must come and report it to Bishop. The Bishop, have you seen that brother that when the time, anytime you close, he comes to you first and says, Oh, Bishop, it was good. Man. That brother has been saying a lot of things. Come and report him. Because there are people in the church when we talk about Basanta, they are not for it. And they are look, this, this, recently I, I faced some people in our church. I said, and some of them were reverend ministers. And I knew for a fact that they have been they have been discouraging people that are planning to start Basanta and they ask, they say things. So I faced them. And later they, some of them came to uh, confess and then ask for mercy. Why are you discouraging? When I was about to go to Uganda, somebody cornered me somewhere and said, Hey, Brother Chris, do you know Uganda? And I said, I don't know Uganda. I said, hmm. Are you sure you want to go? I said, Yeah. And this was the Sunday that Prophet had prayed for me. And I was leaving on Monday. And this person said, Hmm, do you know that Uganda has the highest um, record of, of AIDS, HIV AIDS? And the thing just went into my, my knee like that. I said, yeah. I said, not only that. Have you heard of LRA? The Lost Resistance Army. I had not heard of it. I said, it's a rebel group in Uganda. In the northern part of Uganda. And they are, they are killing a lot of people. No. No. I mean, I mean, the person, I'm sure the person should be forgiven. Well, it's not a small person now. Was discouraging me, and you see, there are people like you who are sitting here. You also discourage. You are, you are, you are spoiling the church. And you see, we who are having that church in our mind, we must report such people. We must fight. Sometimes you have to tell them, brother, you have been in the church for six years, and look at what you are saying. Bishop says we should do for center. You are discouraging me. I'm going to tell Bishop. Then you are defending the church. If he slaps you, also return the slap. <laughs> In Acts chapter 20, and that's my last verse, and I'm closing. Acts 20, 28. Those of us who are defending the church, the blessing of the Lord is working on us. Defend the church. Defend the church. Defend the choir. 
Some people want to spoil the choir. So, uh, media, I don't like it when this sister is leading. So, so me, I'll not join the choir until this sister that I know can sing better. You have to come and tell Bishop. Bishop, do you know that the choir is divided? Defend the church. But most of us, we don't defend the church. We are quiet and we are sitting in the church and the church is getting spoiled. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseer. Somebody say amen. amen. So everybody here, at a point you are like an overseer, a basenta leader to feed the church of God. Whether it is in the temple or in the house. Which he has purchased with his own blood. Now look at the next verse, verse 29. And we are closing. For I know this that after I after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you not sparing the flock. So some people come into the church. Some of them, they come with an agenda to come and spoil the church. So, some bad guys have entered the church. They have come as new converts. But they have come targeting the sisters. And you have a failure. And you are quiet. You have the failure, but you are quiet. That's why your boss will sack you. You don't know. Ah, what did I do? But my boss has sacked me. He has sacked you because you knew something about the church you didn't say. So God has also exposed you. You'll be shocked that when you think about the church, God even covers some of your symptoms. He covers some of your problems, your issues. Because you become precious to him. Am I boring you? For I know this that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Look at it in the next verse. Verse 30. Also of your own selves now in the church shall men arise speaking perverse things. Say, oh, eh, I don't know why this is guys who left the church. I don't know what they have done. They are speaking perverse things. Perverse things. You are, you are saying things that are contrary what we believe as a church. That you, you have to honor fathers. But you are challenging and saying perverse things. I don't see why they should pick up. I don't see why. You are speaking perverse things. Some of you are like that. Hide you. Was it shabby, shabby, my God? Shabby day. Shabby day. Speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Not they are going to start a ministry, but people should start thinking like they are thinking. Some of you have succeeded to get people not to do the percenter work. You have succeeded to not get people to come for convention. So, hey, maybe in convention, convention, over call. Time, I'm going to Same kind. First day, I'm going to First day. When you are doing that, you are actually getting people to follow you with your perverse statements. Next verse, verse 31. And he says that, verse 31. Therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, I ceased not to warn everyone night and day with tears. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. If you want to clap for Jesus, it's okay to clap for Jesus. Please lift up your hands to the Lord. The Lord is here to release His blessing. I'm asking, Lord, show us mercy. You are God from beginning.
quickly now 
brother, sister, you must be born again for what God wants to do to have a meaning in your life. Because without you having a relationship with Jesus, there is no way he can give you his blessing. You want to say, Pastor, what do I do? Simple. I'm going to pray a prayer with you. So stand wherever you are. If you are here, you don't know where you're going when you die. You aren't sure if you go to heaven. When I say born again, you don't even understand. You want me to pray with you. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Let it go high. Somebody in this area, lift up your hand. Don't be shy at all. Lift up your hand. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. You have that conviction. God bless you. I see one, one sister. Lift up. If you're here, you want to lift up your hand. You may even be in the choir. You may even be in a dancing stars. But deep down in your heart, you know that you're not born again. Why don't you take that decision today? You want to say, Bishop, I want you to pray with me. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Bless you. If you have lifted your hand, if you have lifted your hand, I want to pray this prayer with me. If you are lifted up high, don't be shy. Yes, lift it up high. And say this prayer with me. I've seen two people, actually three people. Let it go high, brother. Don't be shy. Let it go high. You're going to stand where you are. Just stand there because you're shy. Lift it up high. And I want the whole church to join. Say this after me. I see one, two, three, four. Lift, lift up your hand. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. The whole church say, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. Come. I want to put my hand on you. Come. 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 Don't be shy. Come. Come. Clap for them as they are coming. Some of them are already in something, but today they are taking that decision. Your clapping can be better. Your clapping can be better. Your clapping can be better. Lift up your hand. Don't be shy. Lift it up high. There was a brother there. Brother, you're shy? Come. You're looking at the back. Say, say this after me. Say Satan. Say it loud. Say Satan. From today, you are no longer my master. I am no longer your servant. Jesus has set me free. And I'm free indeed. Holy Spirit, fill me now. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, as my hands had been laid upon them, like Deuteronomy 34, 9, Moses laid his hands on Joshua, and the spirit of wisdom came upon them. I pray, O oh God, that may the spirit of God come upon them. As they go home, may they have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. They will prepare their hearts even to receive what you have for them. Help them dissociate themselves from bad friends. Help them meet the right people who will help them to be do well as Christians. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people, please say amen. amen. Have you seen our pastor there? He just wants to have a chat with you. Get your name, your contact, and then Bishop will try and then call you. Okay, so follow pastor now. And then you will join us soon. God bless you. Please follow. Clap for them as they go. Oh, your clapping can be better. Please sit down.
you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 Thank you.